Welcome to the Dr. Hockey Podcast. Welcome to the Dr. Hockey Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am sitting here after just finishing a rhinoplasty and on with Jim Fox from the LA Kings. Jim, this is a big week for the Kings. I really appreciate you doing this on Valentine's Day. My pleasure. Any any time to talk hockey. Anytime. Yeah, it's been it's been a big week for the Kings. I was there Saturday night. I want to go over just just three little morsels and maybe maybe more. But the Kings are just having a banner week, aren't they? Yeah, I mean uh, the celebration, the ceremony on Saturday was just. Uh, I said the other day on the air. I said nothing's perfect, but that was perfect. Uh, it just, was. You know, just the, the whole setup, the way things looked, the atmosphere, Adita Rule on the piano, setting it, the, the way the stage was set up with the team there, and then his ex-teammates on one side with his family, all of that. Then, of course, the Stanley Cup, and then the banner, then the game, you know, 6 nothing win outside the <laughs> statue. I mean, you, you just hope that the team's going to play well, and they did more than that. Well, they did. And, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, the uh... – you know, the, I thought the Dustin Brown ceremony was awesome. You know, everybody walked in, they get a Dustin Brown, you know, figure figurine with him raising the cup, the the very statue that was being placed outside of the uh, arena. I mean, he's out there with some greats, you know? Yeah, it's it's like we were, I was talking the other day and, uh, you know, Dustin, he, he almost doesn't even fit the star category because he's so blue collar the way he played. Like, you know, stars, you think, you know, pizzazz and flash and fancy and all that. Dustin wasn't any of that. I mean, he had, he had good skill. He had great skill. I mean, he can make moves. Yeah. But he was known for the punishing hits and for just giving himself up for the team, sacrificing for the team. That's what he was known for. And then, you know, you just go, you know, most games played, drafted by the Kings, captain of the Kings, two-time Stanley Cup as captain of the Kings. All of that, you just keep going, you keep going. And, uh, it's certainly that night, and he's he's the king of kings. He is, and it and I I got to say it was a very awesome ceremony, and uh, I you know congratulations to the kings and congratulations to Dustin Brown for an incredible career. I'm sure, you know he's got more to to impact hockey in the future. I'm sure. Uh, I got to say though, the Kings look great. They did win six nothing. They, they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team I watched for seven years in Pittsburgh when I was there. And uh, it is uh, it was impressive. I I, I got to tell you a story when I, you know, I, I went to a game early in the preseason. It was the Ducks and the Kings like knocking around, you know, a couple couple games before the season started. And I, I finished watching the game and I made a phone call directly to Pat Brisson, who is my friend and the agent of Adrian Kempe. And I said, that Kempe is different. He looks different than last year. And I said, this is going to be a year for him. And he's like, he's a solid player. I go, I get all that, but I, I know physiology and I know strength and I see the way that they push off and they skate. And I said, Kempe is going to have a huge year. And, and he has not disappointed, has he? No, he, he changed the, the mentality of, I think what knows, I think I know what goes on. I think after it took him a while, but then he started to realize how important he was to the team. And he started to realize that, you know what, 
they needed him to shoot. You know, they, they all the fancy stuff can work, and it works sometimes. You take a shot, make a nice pass, tap, you know, backdoor tap, and that's great. But they just needed someone from that, what we were calling the secondary leadership group, because, you know, Kopitar and Quick and Dowdy and Brown, they needed someone from that secondary group, and, and Adrian took over. And the shot mentality was there. The skating's always been there. Yeah. Now he has that both together. This year, now he's coming into the same thing where he just knows that he's being relied upon. And I think he's comfortable with that. I agree with you 100%. When I talk to him now, it's a completely different player than it was two years ago. Completely yeah. different. He, he, he's never boastful, uh, but he, he certainly has a quiet strength that I didn't see before. And that strength is not only showing up when you talk to him, it's showing up on the ice. Yeah, he, his, his power as a player is evident. It, it was so evident. It, I mean, I know it was, a, it was like a preseason game. It was, it was whatever. But like I, when I see somebody push off and I see there's a new skating, like he was always a great skater. And I think he was really a great forward, but it was different. And I, and I was like, God, he's going to have a banner year. And he really is. And I think he's got the support on his line. And I think he's got, you know, his, it's just, it's really worked magic for the team. And especially, you know, he, he just has been dominating in the last few games. It's been, it's been fun to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, when he just, he's, his technique really hasn't changed. It's just when he leans into a shot now, I mean, you're talking about being 100% committed to shoot. And, uh, you know, there are nights we saw it that he's overpowering goaltenders. You can yeah. pick a spot sometimes, and, and he does it both maybe at the same time, but I think more it's just the velocity. When he, he, he gets there, so if it's anywhere close to an opening, it's going to go by the goalie. Yeah, it was cool. I, I thought that was really uh, – it was awesome. And he and he'd had a – he just, you know, you're getting incredible, uh, you know, goaltending from Phoenix. I mean, this like amazing. It's a, it's really, it's exciting. I, I think the Kings have been doing well all season, but they've had a little bit of up and down bumps here and there. They just look like whatever, whatever happened on that Saturday night is uh, it, it should propel them forward with, uh, with, you know, great, uh, great speed to get, get into the playoffs number one, but hopefully be a high seed. You know what it was, and we talked to, to a lot of people after the game, and I certainly talked to Todd McClellan about it. Just the six goals is something that you're very happy with because it's hard to come by. But the zero was the big thing. That was right. the big thing because coming into that game, Pittsburgh had been scoring a lot of goals, getting like 40 shots a night uh, against some pretty good teams, and then they came in and the Kings basically after the first 10 minutes of the game, the Kings shut them down the rest of the way, and that's. That's, I think, what everyone feels will have to happen if the Kings are going to make a playoff a spot and if they're going to, you know, maybe maybe win the division. They're only one point out right now. Uh, right now, the way I look at things is just get, let's get in the playoffs. You know, that's that's where you start. But um, I think that it's going to have to start with the defense. And when you, when you can get six and hold a team like the Penguins with none in the same night, you're doing a good job. Hell yeah, that's for sure. What uh, what did you think about the Crosby game misconduct? Yeah, I, I watched it. We had it. Uh, so you know, first of all, I mean, I, th I don't think the cross checking penalty against uh, Anderson was all that bad. Uh, I've seen much more vicious. Oh yeah, contacts. I think when Sidney went down, I, he kind of undercut Dursey, and Dursey fell on top of him, and I think that that frustrated him as much as the the, the cross check from behind. Then he got up. 
And, uh, you know, he's still gone back and forth. Gets the initial 10-minute misconduct. Then after that, I saw it. He went on the ice, and the referee was telling you, you, you got a 10-minute misconduct. You got to leave the ice. You got to go. You go to the penalty box, go to the locker room, whatever one you want. You go ahead and do it. And Sidney kept following him. Three times, three times the officials turned and skated away because I'm sure he didn't want to do anything more. Three times, and Sidney kept going. So then just one of those things, he had to do it. He lost it. I guess I guess 18 years in the league, you get to get yeah. to lose it one night. That was the first time he's been kicked out of the game. First time game misconduct. So, <laughs> well, he was pretty frustrated, and I think the Penguins were frustrated too. They had uh, they ran over the Ducks the night before, so you know it was uh, it was probably a couple of things. They were probably a little bit tired from that game and coming in, and the the Kings definitely had the rocket fuel of the Dustin Brown ceremony on top of it. Yeah, that was that was something that you know we were all very concerned because of the layout, and Pittsburgh had played three games. So they had a, a kind of regular all-star break for four days, Kings, 10 days. All We were all worried about it. And I, I think there was an extra thing with the cup and all that and Dustin raising the cup. That that I think that just, it just got everyone into the right mindset. Well, it was awesome. I think it's going to be a big, uh, big end of the season here. Do you see anything going on? Anything that the Kings need at the trade deadline? Anything that they're looking for? Well, you know, it's it's the left-handed defenseman. I, I think that's been something they've been looking for all year. Uh, they've been getting by. They've been doing fine. Again, Dursey's taken the brunt of it this year because he's had to move to the other side. And uh, actually, he's getting better and better and better at it. It's just a matter of that's not the perfect scenario. That's not the scenario you want. So left-handed defenseman. We all know who the name out there right now in, in uh, Jacob Chikrin. I, I know that name's out there. It's a, it's a good fit salary cap-wise because he does have a lot of production. He's only at a 4.6, which uh, seems like a lot, but for that amount of production, it's not that much. Uh, so I, I assume the Kings are looking for that. Uh, you know, the goaltending is a whole different situation. I mean, Phoenix's, you know, analytic numbers are not really jumping off the page, but I said it last night at the end of the game, and, you know, Jonathan Quick, who is an icon, a legend, I mean, his number's going up in the rafters. There's no question about that. I think he's a Hall of Fame goaltender. You know, when he played, he always said, not about the goals against average, not about the save percentage, but the wins. Well, let's give Phoenix Copley the same then because he's 17-3-1. and one. So, <laughs> no, and, and, and some of the numbers, you know, those analytic numbers are not jumping off the page. But 17 wins, that's, yeah. that's what you look for. That's what you get. He has had a calming effect. He really has. I mean, the style, butterfly, for a typical, you don't see that much anymore because a lot of goaltenders now are the hybrid. But he's he's almost just the old Patrick Waugh, go down, boom, get the lower corners covered, upper body upright. I love the way he fights through traffic. Uh, he doesn't move around. He's not bouncing around. He just relies on his initial positioning, his presence. When the puck hits him, it hits him, he makes the save. If not, it's a perfect shot. Yeah, he's he's been incredible to watch. He's really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, you know, we had we had Grant Fuhrer on a few months back, and he said it doesn't have to be pretty. Just get it done. Keep the puck out of the net. He's like, I'm five foot ten. I was able to do it. He goes, you don't have to be a giant body. Sometimes that might even work against you. He said, just get it done. Keep the puck out, however you can do it. And you know, the the butterfly style works. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of guys. 
you know, through the years with that style, it is not common right now, but I like watching Phoenix Copley play. He looks great. And I saw that. That was the first thing when he skated on the ice and it said 15, three and one, I was like, wow, now he's 17, three and one. I mean, that that's legit. Forget it. That makes you feel good. If that's the guy, you know, in front of the net. If, if he's anywhere close to that, the rest of the way, then the Kings are in the playoffs. So just maintain. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, listen, I know it's Valentine's day. I don't want to keep you all night. I really appreciate you talking about the Dustin Brown ceremony. It was awesome. I was there as well, loving it. And, uh, I think we got big things in store for the Kings. I, uh, I will uh, definitely hopefully tap you when we get into the playoffs so that we can talk about the prospects. Cause I know by then we're going to be figuring out injury issues. We're going to be figuring out whether they got, you know, whoever they needed at the trade deadline. That's always something the Kings do make the move. So thanks for coming on, Jim. I really appreciate it. All right, doc. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Always appreciate Jim Fox from the LA Kings. And uh, let's, let's watch the rest of the season. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening to Dr. Hockey. Check out new episodes every Thursday and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or at podcast1.com.